Let's talk about the day in the life of an investor. Now, as an investor, you have a ton of benefits. One of those benefits is that you are your own boss. There's nobody that's telling you what you should or should not invest in, which has its advantages, but also disadvantages. Because if you invest in a stock or a mutual fund or even an index fund or an ETF that is performing well, then you take all those wins. But if you end up losing money on your investment, that's also going to be on you. But of course, everybody wants to be their own boss. And the second benefit is that you are not limited by location where you perform your work because you can be anywhere in the world as long as you have your computer with you or your laptop, even your mobile phone, and you have an internet connection and you're able to log into your brokerage account. As long as you can do all that, you'll be able to invest wherever you are in the world. A third benefit is that you have a perceived higher value if you are an investor. It doesn't matter if you invest in growth stocks, dividend paying stocks, as long as you mention that you are an investor, people will be more curious about what you do on a daily basis. Because of course, think about it. Let's say you work at a grocery store and somebody asks you what you do for work and you tell them you just work at your local grocery store. People are going to look at you and they're going to be like, okay, this guy. If you tell them that you are an investor, their ears are going to perk up and they're going to want to know more. What are you investing in? How long have you been investing? Do you have any good investing advice for them? So on and all, you also have a higher perceived value and people also treat you a little bit different. So the first thing that I do, I wake up fairly late because as an investor, I always pay attention to when the stock market opens and the stock market hours are from 9.30 to 4 p.m. Eastern time. So for me, it's 8.30 to 3 p.m. I wake up at 8 a.m. and I do the basics. I brush my teeth, I take a shower, but then immediately after that, I jump behind my computer and I start to do some research. The first site that I go to is finfis.com. This site allows me to quickly see how the overall market has been performing. One major index that I look at is the S&P 500 index. And just looking at the chart, I can quickly see if we are in an upward, downward or sideways trend. With the chart at finfis.com, you don't see any specific indicators. If I want to delve in deeper and I want to analyze a specific stock, so I want to get away from the S&P 500, I'll pull up stockcharts.com, which is also free, just like Finfis, or I open up my trading platform, for example, Thinkorswim. This will allow me to go a lot more deeper into my analysis. But just when I wake up, that's the first thing that I do. I check Finfis. I check and see what the market did the previous day it was open. And based on that, I can gauge and see what I can expect for the current day. Now, nothing is set in stone when it comes to the stock market. It can go up, it can go down. But just getting an overall sense of where the market is trending, that's the first thing that I look at. And then the second thing that I do when I wake up is that I look at some of the news sites that talk about stock investing. I take this with a grain of salt. I don't go too deep in it because I like to do my own analysis. But Morningstar.com, even Seeking Alpha, those are two sites that I use. So now when we get closer to 8.30 or 9.30 Eastern time when the market opens, that's when I pull up my watch list and I go through my watch list to see if there are any opportunities when it comes to buying any of the companies that I have on my watch list. And I have my watch list sorted by the PE ratio 
So if I see a stock that is trending in a specific PE ratio range, that's a stock that I will keep an eye on and potentially buy that trading day, depending on how it's performing during the day. When 8.30 hits for me and the market opens, that's when I pay attention to the first 30 minutes because I notice the most volatility are usually going to be in the first 30 minutes and the last 30 minutes of the trading day. So from 8.30 to 9 and then from 2.30 to 3 p.m. Now, I never trade after hours. So I don't trade before the market opens and I don't trade after hours. There's two specific reasons why I don't do that. The first one is volatility. There's a lot more volatility outside of the regular trading hours. And then the second thing also is that there's less liquidity. Liquidity meaning the ease of selling or buying specific securities. Because of the combination of those two with the volatility and less liquidity, you can easily see a stock that you want to buy gap up or gap down. So it's extremely risky. It's not something that you want to do when you are a beginner or even if you've been somebody who's been investing for a couple of years. That's a separate skill that you need to have if you want to trade after hours. Now, going back to my watch list, if I notice some of the companies that are in a PE ratio range that I like, I'll delve more into those companies to do some fundamental analysis to see if those companies are still holding up based on the metrics that I have for companies that I want to buy into. Some of those metrics that I look at, of course, is the revenue that a company generates year over year. I want to see it grow. The net income that a company generates, how much debt the company has left and how fast are they paying down their debt. I also look at the return on equity and the return on invested capital. If I'm investing in dividend paying stocks, I look at the dividend ratio, such as the dividend payout ratio. I look at the dividend yield, etc. Whenever I'm looking at the market, and I'm looking at a specific stock that I want to buy, I pay attention to the previous day's close price of that stock because there are a lot of investors that either bought or try to sell around the previous day's close price and then going into the new day, they might still have that in the back of their mind. They might still have that regret of not buying the stock at a specific price or maybe even not selling it at that specific previous day's close price. So I always pay attention to the previous day's close price because I usually see some volatility, whether it might be good or bad, right around that price range also. And then getting closer to 10 and 11 a.m., this is where I do some additional analysis to see if there are some companies that I want to add to my watch list. So I already have a watch list of X amount of companies. I think it's over 50 or 60 right now. And... I try to keep it small enough that I don't go over a hundred companies, but there are a lot of high quality companies that you want to invest in. Around 11, that's when I start to look at other companies that I want to add to my watch list by doing some additional fundamental analysis. Now, around 12 p.m., around 12 o'clock, this is when I take a break because you don't want to be behind a computer or even looking at a stock screen all day. You do want to give your mind some rest. And the best way to do it is to just not focus on investing. So this is when I go out, I go to the gym, or I might just do a jog in the park. And it eases my mind. It makes me think of something other than investing all the time. And usually when I'm not thinking about investing, that's when I have my best ideas. 
I have my best ideas on when it comes to investing or even anything that I do on the side, any entrepreneurial projects that I have. But maintaining your health and of course your mental health, that's definitely something that you want to focus on also. So coming back from my gym workout around 2 p.m., this is also the time when I look at buying some additional shares in specific companies. So I might do it during the first hour when the market is trading if I see potential to jump in and start to buy. But I like it when it's a lot more stable. And usually around 2 p.m., that's when I notice that the market is a lot more stable, not the first 30 minutes and the last 30 minutes like I mentioned earlier of the trading days. In that middle part, that's when it's usually a lot more stable. And it's also a lot less stressful in order to decide if you want to buy now or if you want to wait till another day to buy the stocks that you're looking into. It also gives me some time to look at my current investments to see if I received any dividend income and to do some additional analysis to see if the dividend income that I'm getting is increasing, has been cut, or isn't being paid out anymore. And of course, even with the market being so versatile, meaning that you can jump in and out of stocks, which is not what I recommend, but you can do it, you are only going to be trading during weekdays. You're not going to be trading on the weekend because the market is closed on the weekend. Sometimes I do wish that the market was open on the weekends because that would give me time to trade seven days a week. But I also appreciate it that it's only five days a week because the weekends I can focus on something else. And then even on the weekends, I can also do some additional analysis for the next upcoming week. So Saturday and Sunday, I might just open up my laptop, open up my mobile phone and start to do some fundamental analysis, look at some annual reports. And then when Monday hits, I'm ready to go. So yes, the day in the life of an investor even a value investor is fairly chill. It's not like you're a day trader who's always stressing out. As a value investor, all you have to do is analyze companies and then buy them when they're selling at a discount, hold on to them, and then enjoy either the capital gains or the dividend income that you get. So it's a pretty stress-free lifestyle. You'll be able to go to bed stress-free and you'll be able to sleep like a baby. Even if the market isn't trending in an upwards trend, even if the market is trending sideways or even downwards, if you have any dividend-paying companies that are paying out dividends, more than likely those dividend-paying companies are also, if they are high quality, they're also going to be paying out a dividend when the stock market is trading down. So just holding on to them, the value is going to be lower, but that also gives you the opportunity to buy more of those stocks at a cheaper price. But of course, you always want to do your research first before investing in any company. 